Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. Have you ever wondered what stars of home renovation shows are really like? In this episode, I speak with Susan and Paul Cadillac. They are Boston area design build firm who feature their projects in their show, Renovation Rekindle, on New England Cable Network. Those outside of New England can also watch the show on the Renovation Rekindle app, which I have now gotten, and I've watched a number of their shows. We'll talk about that more. I appreciate them and their show. They have a lot of valuable advice to share, and I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really honored that you would you would come on the show. Thanks for so having us. Grateful that you're taking the time out to speak with us because everybody's busy nowadays. So we appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice to have a break. Totally. <laughs> and also, it sounds like this what, what you're doing is really interesting. You've got a TV show. Yep. You, you, you've got an app. So the show is actually on the app. So you can see the show anytime if you just download the app. It's called Renovation Rekindle. Um, the entire of season one is on there. It's 10 episodes. Uh, season two is actually coming out in October. So that will also be on the app. It's on NECM, but it's also, you know, people like to stream now, like to watch stuff on their phones. So the app is just a way that people can just watch it anywhere. Oh, cool. They're full projects. So they're what it looked like before, what we did, the design, and then the execution of it, and then revealing it to our cl- our clients, who they actually were our clients. They weren't cast. They were people that had called us about doing projects. And we're like, do you want to be on the show? So. Oh, yeah, cool. So how did, that, how did that turn out? Did you decide to make the show? And then... So- so the show started, we've been, we've been putting videos and things out on social media for the past five years. So we've been consistently putting out videos of our projects, videos of us on the projects, videos of like, you know, as it evolved, people were saying, you know, we want to see more. We want to see the before and after. We want to see, you know, so we would, you know, kind of listen to what people were saying. And then through putting that stuff out, we had producers who had reached out to us about doing a show with, you know, like with a network. Um, and then ultimately we came pretty close to doing that, but ultimately we decided we did, we were not happy with, um, the way a lot of that stuff would work. So <laughs> there's a, a lot of, um, there's a lot of things that you have to agree to that we were not willing to agree to. Mm. Um, so now we're doing the show with an independent producer who is actually part of that process when we were talking to a network. Um, and so he did like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and he's done some other shows. So he is the you know, more the, the brains behind putting Another the show together. Show. And we just do what we do, which is, you know, build, renovate, and, and Great. That so it's stuff. a lot more true than maybe some of the other shows. Exactly. Cool. And that was super important to us because we've been putting stuff out for so long and we didn't want to have something where we've been putting all this content out and then all of a sudden it's like, who is that? <laughs> I, f- I feel like the, yeah. the construction industry sometimes has a similar reputation to like the the car industry where it's like sometimes people like don't want to go buy a car because it's such a hassle you know they feel like they lose <laughs> what it went and they sometimes feel like people feel like that in construction but we 
wanted to try to we try to be very transparent with our clients and be like hey here here are some potential issues this is what can happen and just really being good communicators with them about potential things that could come up and so forth so that they get a good understanding of what's going on not just a phone call like hey we need another ten thousand dollars huh you know so it's it's trying to prepare them and then it helps us minimize phone calls so we can focus more on their project and you know not right issues like that so it's, it's our job to educate them on that kind of stuff so i'm kind of interested in how you integrate the content with your with your project so you ask the client would you be willing to be on the show it would be a great show and then they say yes and then it's just like the regular old nothing special about the project but you film it and then you edit it so that it's a half hour show so every episode or every project has you know their own you know, it's its own unique feature. So for the for the from the client's perspective, um, they their commitment to it is filming three times for the show. But the bigger commitment for them is that once we get to plaster phase and walls are up, they're not allowed in the house anymore. Um, so I locked them yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, Literally. ever. It's your house. It's not our your house. house. Yeah, yeah. I changed so. the locks and they don't have the code to the key. <laughs> right. And I put paper over the deal. windows. It's it's so they can have a real surprise. Yeah, when they in see case it. they want to cheat. Oh, they you can't. actually do put paper over the oh, yeah. windows. Oh, oh, yes. No, I go through great lengths to make sure that they don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of them's like, well, wow. I can't get in my garage. I'm like, I know. He's like, what, what is the key? I go, I have it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, what do you need? I'll get it for you. So, you know. So that makes a big reveal, like an actual big reveal. Exactly. Yeah, it's more authentic to, to them. Right. Right. Because right. it's very different yeah. even if they see like a little cabinet sample or a tile. And it's one thing to like see those little pieces and know it. It's a different thing to walk into a finished project and like just kind of take the whole thing in. Hmm. Well, how did you end up wanting to put out a TV show? I mean, I, th- I think it's just kind of a natural progression of what you know, of, of, like I said, of what we were doing, we were putting content out anyway. The, when we first started putting content out on social media, it was just us on the job sites. It was kind of documenting what we were doing. And, you know, and then it was, you know, more and more people want to know more details. Um, we blog on every single project. So for people who prefer to, you know, to read and look at the pictures, th- those are all there on our website as well. And a lot of people will watch the videos and watch um, the show or look at our content and look at our social media for, I don't know, a lot of them I would say is probably a year or so before they actually reach out to us before, if they're thinking about a project, at least it gives them an idea of like, okay, this is who I'm calling. This is who I'm going to be speaking to. This is what I'm getting. This is what, you know, it, they know what they're getting before they call us. And so it, it gives us an opportunity to build a relationship and speak to the clients before we ever actually meet them. And who's your ideal client? Like, do you have that in mind while you're making your content? Um, I mean, I think our ideal clients... Ones that let us do what we want. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, those are good ones, aren't they? Yeah. No, no I mean, I think our ideal client is someone who um, likes the stuff that we do because our style tends to be... It's not that it's super specific, It's but sometimes we have client, uh, people who call and they'll say, uh, I want to do this project, but I don't need all that stuff that you guys do. And I'm like, well, people mm-hmm. call us because they want all those things that we do. Yeah, so exactly, right? So t- typically someone who's not looking for the stuff that we do, um, it, you know, it has to be a good personality fit because we are, a, a project can last anywhere from six to, you know, 18 months, depending on the project, mm-hmm. plus the fa- planning phase. So it is a long 
time that we are together and working together. So I think like for us, that is super important. Yeah. And we know that we're not everyone's contractor and they're not all our clients and and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, that that's, we just want to be a good fit with them because it is a lot like you organically get to know clients very well and they get to know you very well just by the mm-hmm. nature of what you're doing. Right. You're in their house, the finances, it's very personal, you know, so you, you just get to know people really well. And, um, you know, you, you got to be able to have the good and the bad. And I'll usually joke and say, you're going to get mad at me at some point. I'm going to get mad at you. And then we're going to laugh about it after. And then when that happens, <laughs> it goes very, it, you know, it blows over very quickly because I had already yeah. put that out there because, you know, they're stressed. We're trying to get it done for them. There's just different, a lot of moving pieces. and Spending people, a ton of money. Yeah. So it's, it's just more of, you know, kind of setting their expectations the right way, you know, because right. um, it's impossible to do a construction project and be involved for that long and not, A, not have any mistakes or something go wrong, you know, so it's, it's, it's impossible. So um, it, it's okay that mistakes are made, things, everything can get fixed, you know, so that's what we try to tell people, like, you know, nobody's yeah. dying, everything can get fixed, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's the key is setting expectations. Right, right. And I think also Susan being a builder, bringing me into the trades, also helps with um you know there's not a lot of females in the industry overall mm-hmm. especially with their builder's license so obviously i feel not like that you know and t- typically the women drive the projects you know a lot of the times the guys are like oh, i just want a garage and a big tv or something you know and, <laughs> and you know she wants a new kitchen a walk-in closet you know whatever it is but she's really good yeah. at laying out that space and knowing how you know she knows how she wants our house to flow and that you know trails with other women that also want Susan to make their house flow in a certain way. So everything has a place and a function and so forth, you know, uh, cause right, I think a lot yeah. of people buy houses and they just see space and they're like, this is great. It's huge. And then they move in and then they realize, Oh, we yeah. can't put a table here cause there's no room. Yeah, we can't useful. do this or that. Right. But you know, so, um, and we also always encourage clients to come to our projects, like active projects that we have even before, you know, before they hire us to so say, come by, take a good look. So it's like, you know, they're spending a lot of money. They should be able to like touch it, see it, feel it, what we're doing. Um, cause it's crazy mm-hmm. to hire someone for tons and tons of money, you know, for a project and then you never actually go physically see the work, you know? So, um, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And our clients are happy. Fortunately, we keep them happy and they're happy to have us bring people by to see, you know, see their project. So how many female contractors are there in, let's just say in Massachusetts? We're part of the Builders and Remodels Association of Greater Boston and when we joined, they said, wait a minute, you're a builder, you know, the Su- Susan, she, yeah. It's a very, um, you know, it's a male-dominated industry. Hopefully that's yeah. changing. I met a young uh, girl yesterday. We had some kids who are in a youth build program who are interested in learning the trades, and it was um, two young boys and a girl who came through some of our job sites. So um, a lot of times when we do those, I see all boys, so I was happy to see a girl come through, and she just she's like, I wanna I wanna renovate houses, so it was fun. And our, our painter actually has females on on his crew, and they are unbelievable painters. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't they be? Well, right, that's what I mean. We encourage yeah. it. You know, it's it's um you know, th- we encourage anyone to come in the trades. It doesn't matter what really, what you are, who I mean, you do. It's just yeah, who's doesn't interested. matter. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think so. less and less is strength an issue with most of the subs you know like in in being able to um lift concrete forms or something like that which was always the reason that women couldn't be part of it reasoning there's some women that i'm afraid of that i'm sure could lift i mean it's ridiculous but i mean that was the big argument or or girls just aren't interested i've been i've told been told that a couple times yeah like yeah when i was a kid no my, my so my family was you know in the trades and 
they had an excavator and they used to let my brother go in it all the time and I would get so mad because I wanted to go in it and they would say, well, you can't go in it because you're a girl. And I was like, well, no, yeah, I, yeah. I want to go in the truck. <laughs> and, you know, that kind that of scarring. That long ago. No, when that kind of scarring when you're a kid that no just drives you to do better and be in that excavator. Mm-hmm. Either right, get in Susan? the excavator. At, yes. Yeah, I'm the type that would be driven to go into the excavator after yeah. that. Right. But, like, I was a girl in the 70s. And I think you were a girl more recently than that. 80s. But even when you were a girl, it was still it was still an issue with girls being in excavators. Yeah. Just dumb. But anyway, anyway, so I digress. So what are your roles in the company then? Uh, typically, and this also bothers me a little bit, but women are the designers and then the men are the builders, I guess. I don't know I'm what the you designer. Call them, but... <laughs> You're the designer. No. 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 So we are we are more of a design build. I don't take any design only work. I only design for the projects that we're doing so like you know ultimately like we are a contractor I'm a licensed builder um I have done a little bit of design work I gotta tell you I don't find it um fulfilling because I don't sometimes people want to do design just to think about it and I'm like I'm ready to do the project I'm like let's do this let's you know let's get it done or if I do a design where I helped one client out she was purchasing a new construction home and it was, you know, like I know what our team is capable of. So it's sometimes hard to spec things when I'm not sure of the skill mm-hmm. level or the willingness of the crew to do certain things. So for me, you know, we're, we're a design build where, you know, we're contractors and that's how we don't take just design work. I'm a licensed builder. Paul's a licensed builder now. And, you know, we're both pretty, you know, heavily involved. When someone's already been to an architect and they bring you a project, are you willing to build that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we we do work with architects. We do we do like to get in early before plans are fully realized for a few reasons because sometimes people will spend time on plans and they have a budget and then they come to us and maybe those two two things don't don't jive. So we've got to make yeah. some changes to the plans. So I think you know I think as an as an architect, it's important to have. You know, and as you know, and as a builder, it's important to have that team because the client is, you know, kind of relying on the team to say, okay, this is what I want to do, and this is the budget. And I think that's especially true over the last, you know, one mm-hmm. to two years where the prices have just skyrocketed in such a short period of time. I mean, last year we had a lumber quote in February that was fifty thousand, and by June it was eighty, um, and it. A lot. You know, so it's like it's almost impossible to really, you know, stay on budget when you're dealing with that kind of volatility. But hopefully it yeah. will stay calm. Do you think it will? I mean, I realize none of us are, um, let's see, economic forecasters. But right. what do you what do you think? Is it going to level out? I think so. I mean, I think, you know, as the rates continue to rise, I think people are really, you know, reconsidering is it worth it to take money out of my house? The rates are, you know, the rates have changed so much. You might have someone who's in a 3% interest rate that now to refinance, it's not, you know, like it was a couple years ago. So I think with that alone, there will definitely be some change in the market um, and some change in how much people are spending. And I mean, we've had some clients who maybe want to do a bigger project, but downsized it. So, you know, so with less demand is, you know, that's going to have to slow down at some point, probably not as quickly as we would like. But yeah, it's hard to get a handle on things. Yeah, right now or for the last two years. Yeah, I, th- I think people just get frustrated too, trying to buy a house and it's gone in a weekend and things like that. So it's you know, 
people get fed up and then they kind of just say, forget it, I'm not going to do it. So that, you know, the rates rising and stuff does help people get choices versus, you know, not even having a choice of trying to get out. So, you know, um, I mean, it stinks to going up, but it's also in tandem going to help bring some of the costs down in lumber and things like that. And, you know, hopefully give people more options to actually get a home. Mm. Yeah, I've had weird things happen over the last maybe year and a half where things like a contractor saying I'm breaking the contract with you because it's going to end up being this much, you know, 30% more than what I told you and I can't do it for that much. Yeah. Like, hmm. yeah, it's just is it's hard for I love to have the builder or the contractor on in the team from the beginning because I can't keep up with the changes. And yeah, it's, it's and, crazy. And, and really having those conversations with homeowners that, you know, it's not it's not that the builder promised you one thing and then now he just doesn't want to do it. It's, you know, really like hardwood floors at one point doubled in price. So if you're doing a 3000 square foot house, I mean, that sometimes is another $25,000. So it's, yeah. you know, so significant it's, cost increase, right? So it's, you know, depend, depending on the materials and depending on what you're using. So, and it's not, you know, that money has to come, it has to come from somewhere. So it's been hard on, the contractors and the the builders to keep up with it. It's been hard for homeowners where contractors are going back to them saying, hey, this item that used to be $20,000 is now $30,000. Oh, yeah, and you can't get it for six months. Right, yeah, and it'll be here yeah. in six months. I mean, so that, you know, that's been, mm-hmm. you know, it's been hard, I think, for ever, anyone who's done a project the last the last couple of years to, to deal with yeah. that because it's kind of un- unbelievable. I showed uh, Paul this morning, I quoted a uh, I had to quote a front door for someone and I got the numbers back and I had quoted the same exact door one year ago same door and it increased 50 percent and I sent him the the two screenshots and I said this is one year to today and it was it's crazy it was actually yeah. more than 50 percent in in a lot of the projects now you know they have to get front loaded. So, cause you have to order material so far ahead of time. So it's like, you know, if you have a $300,000 project, we could need 150,000 upfront to get things ordered just so it's in the, yeah. you know, so that process has started, yeah. you know, so um, that's frustrating for people too, I'm sure. Cause they just, you know, get worried about, okay, where's this money going and stuff. So we got to right. order cabinets and, you know, things that just take an extensively long time, windows and cabinets yeah. and all these things. So that when it, you know, we don't want to rip their house apart at the same time, we want to wait till some of that stuff comes in right. so that we can be a little bit more fluid. Because we, it. last year, we we did that. We had a project. Cabinets are supposed to come in in 12 weeks. We found out pretty much right around when they were supposed to come in that they weren't coming in for another three months. So the cabinets Oof. took six months. The day they were supposed to come yes, and get the delivered, they, they were like, like oh, oh they're, they're delayed yeah. another three months. They we're didn't like, come in. We're like, what do you mean they didn't come in? Sorry. <laughs> like, oh, no I didn't tell you that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was fantastic. And, and they they all have come in damaged, so we would have to we have to fix them because can't wait another sixteen weeks for a cabinet to hold up a whole kitchen. Mm, right. You know, right, templating right. counters and everything. We're like, okay, well, so that's the one thing it has taught us is to kind of um, look at different options and figure out what we can do versus what we can't. So it's like, okay, we can't get hardwood. You know, hardwood floors were in the realm. Now they're not. Maybe we're looking at prefinisher things. So it's opened us up to some other things that um, you know to try to give clients options instead of just like sorry can't get it i don't know what to tell you you know because nobody likes that option sometimes that's the option though like they're just not making that product right now whatever whatever it might be like i'm trying to renovate this house and of course as i mentioned when we were talking earlier i haven't followed any of my own advice like i'm contracting it out myself not a great idea actually my (laughs) husband's doing 
a lot of that work, but um, we're also living here through the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. I want it done right away. I mean, yes. I know that I can't get it done right away, but I just want it You're done your right own away. Worst so client, right? Yeah. I am. I, I am practicing being a yeah, my own worst client. Yeah, cabinets will be six months at least. Um, the windows, I'm assuming those will be at least 26 weeks. So yeah, yeah, we just got Hard. windows yesterday that we ordered over four months ago. And but even when we were doing this house that we're living in right now, when we renovated it, it we were living here, and I. Not much bothers me, but Paul was very bothered by living in a renovation and he was, you know, very um, uncomfortable. And I was like, we need to leave. We need to not be here. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. We can stay here. And I was like, we're leaving. I'm not living in this house with you. So we ended up going to like a, an extended stay for a, a few months. But um, yeah. I was driving you, the guys nuts. Oh, he was making everybody yeah. crazy. You, is your own company doing it? You didn't hire a different contractor. No, they're all yeah, awesome subcontractors, but I was just driving the guys nuts. He was making and everybody she's like, crazy. What would you tell a client? Tell them, tell them to move out. She's like, That's what we're doing. I'm yeah, like, fine. Yeah. I was like, We need to go. Yeah. yeah. What were you doing? Was it a big project? We like did the whole, the whole. So house. we put an addition on. We did the kitchen. I mean, you. I mean, it was supposed to be the kitchen in addition and then, you know, and then we're in the living room and then we're doing the fireplace and then we're in, you know, then we're in Vaulting every, ceiling, before you so. know, we're in every single room. I mean, that's, that's what we do yeah. for so. the second time. <laughs> right. right. Well, I think it's hard to resist. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, yeah. we could just do this. We could just, and he's like, we should change all the doors. We should change every piece of trim. We should. And I'm like, okay, this is a whole house renovation now. There's always a project. That's what people have to remember. It's, you have 30 years to pay for it, 30 years to fix it. When you finish a project, you're going to immediately go, what's the next project? So yeah. it doesn't end. Even if you buy a new house, you're like, <laughs> okay, I want to redo the closet. I want to, you know, there's always going yeah. to be a project. It's just when you manage them mm. over a period of time, it's a lot financially, it's easier. It's a little less stress and so forth than trying to, you know, move out and do it all at once. Um, yeah. You know, so. I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah, there's always something, so it's never going to end. Always, right. right. And yeah, you finish, you're going to be like, now I want to do this, you know, yeah. so it's just, it, there's always a project. Especially an old house like this one that I bought. I mean, there's every, absolutely everything in this house could be changed or fixed. Yeah. Right. Cause the house is so old that you to just yeah. bring it up to like current standards, you know, mm -hmm. to like a light switch that turns an overhead light on is yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, a luxury. No, it's, it's actually like, more. wow, that's very <laughs> advanced. Right. Knob and tube wiring and things like that you're dealing yeah. with, you know. <laughs> you're going to have a lot in that kind of house. You have a lot of projects where you're like, okay, I've just spent all of this money and I have nothing pretty. <laughs> yeah. Like my chimney cap. Yes. Like cleaning the chimney and putting the chimney cap on. I felt like it wasn't a very satisfying $5,000. You want to put that on Instagram and be like, check out my cool chimney cap? <laughs> I did. I put it on Instagram anyway because I just paid $5,000 for it. That's right. right. Yes. This That's is right. what $5,000 I didn't get that many likes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll go on and like it. But it doesn't like board. a clean chimney. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, clean chimney. Now the raccoons can't go down it. Right. So so many benefits. I'm trying to appreciate it as much as I can. We did a project and they, I forget if it was like Carlisle or Concord, and, and this house was so old it had actually a bunker underground and the guy was nice enough to let me go down and see it. And they have parties down there all the time and it has a huge water mm. wheel that still works. And it had one of those wow. like Frankenstein type electric things where it was like a handle with two things and you go, and turn it on. And I was like, that is, awesome. I was like, can I take pictures? This, this is so cool. And he was like, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, man, but like that kind of stuff you don't see. So it's cool when you see. You know, yeah. Old, yeah, they had a wine cellar down there because it was so below the ground that it was a perfect spot for it. And then they'd have parties down there. And nobody would hear them because it's so deep in the ground. They just kept people coming to hang out there. Wow. I was like, that's so cool. Do you like working on old houses or or would you say that's not your ideal project type? 
No, we we where we are, I would say most of the houses in our town tend to be in the fifties, sixties, seventies. We do we do work on old houses as well. It's you know obviously as as you know it's a lot. Um, a lot of them around. They're tougher just, to yeah. do demo and stuff in just because there's like horsehair and lave. Yeah, and the horsehair. We had one in, in Winchester where we opened up the kitchen ceiling and the upstairs tub was basically like falling into the ceiling. Yeah. We need to fix your bathroom too while we're here. So. Right. <laughs> that I also think I had on my Instagram maybe a whole bunch of the like uh this Joyce that the one that was still on there just had just little tiny bits like a yeah they used to just say, oh, this is in my way right. we'll just cut yeah. this out of the way and it's like that's actually like holding things up you might not want to just hack out all the <laughs> which is great. why i always tell people don't jump in your tub if you have an old house yes because you could fall right you through. could be in the kitchen yeah you could land there you could i i was watching when we first moved in here my husband and i decided to watch that shelly long um and tom hanks film what was it called like money pit Oh, yes. Two yeah. weeks. That was yeah. ridiculous. Two weeks. That was ridiculous. I mean, that was really over the top, yeah. that movie. I felt like it could have been more realistic and yet still a good movie, a good movie. So anyway, um, are you thinking of making a movie anytime soon of like these, like a realistic version of that? I just thought of how you'd be the perfect people to do that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It would be a terrible no. movie because we're not good actors. Yeah. I mean, even... <laughs> Right. Even that's the thing. Even the show, it's really we're just kind of documenting what we do. It's not we're not, you know, we're not actors. We're just, you know, we've always tried to be authentic of what we do and who we are. And, um, right. you know, because we never set out and we're like, we want a show. It just kind of organically turned down that path. Um, so I think, you know, no, the movie wouldn't be good. We'd get zero thumbs up. Right, we'd get like what is that? The green tomatoes <laughs> yeah. where they throw tomatoes. rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Rotten that's, tomatoes. That's what yeah. we would get. They would throw tomatoes at us. Yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Who are these? Well, people? okay, so I won't hold my breath, but I'll I'll yeah. try to get someone else to make that movie because I think it's out there. Yeah, I think people are plan. like homeowners are interested in this kind of thing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like they like watching other people's problems. Well, right, watching... you feel better about your, your right? house. You're like, oh wait, they're dealing with that too. Good, I'm not the only one. You know. Right. So it's there's it's... some of that, but learning from other people's experiences. And that's one reason I did this one, just so people could hear what other people were doing and yeah, and maybe I not think feel so overwhelmed. The other side of like, okay, they had all those problems. They went through that. It looked ugly in the middle of it. Like, it, you know, there were these moments, but in the end. It's worth it. And that's, yeah. you know, I mean, that's kind of what we see over and over again, which is why like problems come up all the time in construction. There's always like, there's something delayed. There's something didn't come in. Somebody's busy. Somebody's schedule got messed up. That happens all the time. But in the end, it's like, what's, you know, what's the end result? There's always problems. Mm -hmm. Just so it's handled. Totally exactly. Right. Yeah. There's always problems. Just right. so it's handled. That's, that's one thing I always want to find out about any contractors working on a project I've been involved with is how do they deal with problems when they come up? Yeah. Because they're going to come up. So Always. are we going to be able to be having a civil conversation about it? Or is it going to be like, whose fault is it? Or You have to be resourceful, I think, you know, as contractors. Because, yeah. okay, this this doesn't work. So what can work? And try to mm -hmm. right. game plan and figure out w w what's a workaround around whatever you're trying to do. Right. And it's yeah. the yeah. game of whose fault something is. That is nothing. That is not it's something that we ever, ever, you know, want to hear. I mean, yeah. you know. Everybody makes mistakes. There, there are always things that happen on on projects. Like, you know, it, it, it could be the tile guy. It could be the, you know, something's painted wrong. Some tile went in wrong. We don't go back to, like, let's say it was the tile. We, we wouldn't go back to our tile guy and say, oh, we're going to, we're going to back charge you this or you have to pay for new tile. Like, we don't do that because next week 
I might have told him yeah. to yeah. put it in. Or it could be me next week or it could be, right. you know, yeah. so we just, you know, when there's an issue, you know, we, we talk through it, we figure it out. Um, yeah. And, you know, th- this this was one thing I, I, you know, I've taken a few design only projects and through that, <laughs> I didn't really like them. Um, and the, the, you know, the trim company came and did it, you know, did a takeoff of the trim. And it turned out that they needed a few more pieces. And the homeowner says, well, who's paying for that? And, you know, she was paying for all the materials. And I said, well, you're paying for that. And she said, well, he took the, you know, he took the takeoff wrong. Blah, blah. And I said, no, like this happens all the time. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you need more. Like that's just, that's just how it goes. It's not anyone's fault. Sometimes there's a miscut. Sometimes there's a mismeasure. Like ultimately you have to account for some of that. You have to account for knowing that things are not going to go perfectly because if you expect that things are going to go perfectly, you are going to be very frustrated and very Very stressed out. Yes. And very disappointed. And knowing that issues and problems and things not going perfectly as part of the deal will make your life much easier and will make things much less stressful. Yeah. Well, I have a, a couple stories like that. I won't get into them. I want to hear happy stories from yeah, you. Yeah, happy, happy stories. stories. Happy stories. Good know. stories. Happy stories. She's like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> like, I got this deal on this kitchen sink and it's beautiful or something. Anything. It doesn't have to be even a big thing. You know, just the, you know, happy. And I'll, for my clients, I get excited um, when I solve, let's say, zoning issues for them or something like that. I feel yeah. like I've really helped them because they had a problem right. that maybe... Um, I just helped them find a different solution too. It was one that was a little bit more to their liking, you know, so stuff like that. It's good. I think that's the thing that I think, you know, I, I think Susan as well, I love trying to solve those problems. It's like, okay, something comes up. What's, what can we do to work around that? Right. That Cause those right. problems come up throughout the job. Yeah. So you, yeah. you have to really, you know, and that's where talking with our subcontractors and the team, so to speak collectively, you know, we'll come up with a solution or, or, or a plan of attack or what, what has to shift and change and so forth. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, um, well, I love that. Yeah. Coming yeah. up with a solution before you tell the, you know, the client or the homeowner, like right. here's the problem and here are three solutions. So let's pick one of them and move forward instead of just, you know, one option saying like, Oh, this is horrible. Right. Right. Yeah. You can't do that. They're, they're already yeah. stressed out and displaced and their house is a mess and are spending a ton of money. You cannot, as the person handling the project, go to them and say, we got a big problem. This is terrible because they're just going to melt. They're <laughs> just going to get very upset. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be like, okay, here's what's happening. Here's what we can do about it. Right. right. To me, you seem to be all about managing people's uh, experiences through this whole thing, which yeah. is, I think, key to their overall happiness. So yeah. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you'd like homeowners to know? That we encourage them to stalk us on all our social media channels, you know, Cadillac <laughs> yeah, Homes with a K, K A D I L A K. It's Cadillac Homes. That's well, where both of the C's are K's. Correct, yes. and there, um, you can find on pretty much any social media, Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram and all that fun stuff. We're on all those things, and then our app is called Renovation Rekindle, and we came up with that name because we wanted people to fall back in love with their house because initially they uh-huh. bought their house and they saw this vision of something that they loved and they right. move in and then they realize they don't like this. The door squeaks, you know, it's like a relationship in the beginning. It's all great. And then you're like, the door squeaks. They make a lot of noise. This happens. This happens. All of the blogs and the social media posts. And do you do all that yourselves or do you have a team? We have a team. Imagine. We have a couple in the office, but also I'm, I oversee pretty much all of that. You're the writer of the blogs originally. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and so. I like everything goes through me to, you know, to approve or disapprove. A lot of the stuff I do, you know, the the posts and stuff, I'll make it myself or someone on the team will make it. And well, you know, it's kind of a collective, but ultimately everything, um, you know, I see everything before it goes out. I'm more of a visual blog guy, you know, so that's <laughs> like kinda, TikTok. That's is that your yeah, it's a video. You know, it's in my wheelhouse. You know? Yeah. Do yeah. you guys have a TikTok account? We do. I that is one that I do not manage. The team manages that. I I do the Instagram, but TikTok. I just uh, we're not there yet. I've not. <laughs> I've not put both both feet into TikTok yet. And I maybe someday I'll have time no. to, to dive in, but I I have not been able to. It's a big time sink. Yeah. So you're yeah. I mean, Instagram is a off. lot of time, so I'm like I cannot take on another one. So, but um, but we do a lot of our content that goes on Instagram will also go on TikTok. So it's there. Um, yeah, you know, we're trying And on the app. We have some of the some side content stuff on there as well. You know, some smaller, you know, fat, quicker videos that people want to watch just different things we talk about and so forth on the awesome. projects. What are your goals for the future? Do you think do you have anything different than what you're doing now? Or just more of what what you're doing, which sounds great. I mean, I think more of what we're doing, we just opened up a little shop, an online shop. There's only apparel in there right now, but we're looking at growing that. Um, we also have a real estate brokerage. Um, I've been a real estate agent as well for 20 years. Um, wow. So we have that going on. So, so you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. And you have four kids. Four kids. Yeah. Well, when they all leave, you're going to have so much extra time, you're going to have to add a whole bunch of things <laughs> to your empire. I know. Paul's going to be like, we finally get to relax. And I'll be like, no, I have these 75 <laughs> more things we can do right now. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today and all your wise advice. Thanks for having for us. For homeowners. Yes, we appreciate it. Yeah. We hope that your project isn't as rocky. It starts to come out a little smooth, you know. That's you get fine. some chunky peanut butter right now, but hopefully you start smoothing that out a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. What an emotional process it is. I always say we're really just, you know, when I meet with clients, I'm like, these are therapy sessions. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. It's all therapy. Yeah. Well, and some people say that their house is part of their family, too. Yeah. So it can be very upsetting to see it all stripped down and looking yeah. horrible. I mean, studs on horrible, but a lot of people don't think it looks very pretty. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so do you do the finishes as well? Like all of you do the, all of the like, interior design as well? Yes. You're, you're like a renaissance woman. You pretty it's, much do it all from selling or finding the property to tile. It's funny because when I started construction, I've always just done it as kind of a design build process. And I think I, I was in it for years before I realized that not all contractors are design build. I just thought they all were because yeah. I was like, what do you mean you don't do that with you? You don't pick tiles with your clients. Isn't that I just thought all contractors did that. Um, nope. But, no. Well, you know that now. But now yeah. I know that, yes. But I remember yeah. when th that first guy kind of came into my brain. I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Because to me, it's like, how do you not? Like, you're you're there. Like, you're <laughs> like you're right there." But um, that, they just that, aren't interested. That's right. probably what's yeah. challenging yeah. for people too. Is there's you know sometimes there's a disconnect because you have the contractor, the designer, the architect, the surveyor, and then you have the all these subcontractors, you know, within that. So it's like there's a lot of moving pieces and you, and you need a point person to go to for all of those, you know, that's so that's why some advice people is really, you know, interview your contractors, go see some of their work, you know, and really, um, you know, make sure you get along with them because it's a long, it's a long road for them and for you. So it's, you know, make sure you get along because you want to feel comfortable, you know, through that right, process. Right. 
It's all about relationships. Speaking of which, not to get too personal, but how did you two meet? We met through a mutual friend. At a Christmas she had a party. dump truck when I met her. <laughs> and she brought it to the Christmas party? We met at a Christmas party and I went to go pick her up. Um, I, I asked her to, for, to dinner. I went to go pick her up um, on our first date and she had a dump truck in her driveway. And I was like, whose truck, <laughs> dump truck is that? She's like, it's mine. And I was like, oh, interesting. I got to find out more <laughs> that about is interesting. this. <laughs> okay. Right. I can see that. Yeah. Every girl should have Pretty a dump intriguing. truck. Right. Indeed, they should. Totally. At least a dumpster, but it's not as exciting as a dump truck. No, dumpsters are also exciting. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we had dumpster delivered we, we just had dumpster delivered to our house today. I'm very excited. That's fun. We're, I do we're love in the process of building our own house right now, too, so we feel your pain. Are you? Yeah. Like a new one? No, but you're... A new one. Yeah. A new one. I thought yeah. you just finished your house. Well, we did. No, but we did, and then we're like, we'll Thanks. move. <laughs> so that's what you meant by it's never done. It's never, it's never done. Well, I mean, I'm never done. I've already <laughs> told him. I, yeah, I'm never done. I'm always, yeah. All right. Well, then I do have one more question. Then what's your new house like? So the new house. It's is... a yurt. Stop. Is it? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Stop it. It's not... No. no. So the, the new house is, it's very um, it's moody. 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 Lots of dark colors. Mm-hmm. Lots black of trim. Black trim on the outside. Black windows. Dark siding. Mm-hmm. Dark cabinets in the kitchen there's not one white cabinet in the entire house she's a very moody house so i'm very excited yes and you can see it on season two of renovation rekindle because we have documented that oh cool when are you moving in um next month next month hopefully congratulations all right ready or not we're moving in next month. if we can get a stove (laughs) (laughs) might be cooking on the grill outside yeah the stoves in some of my projects have been taking like a year yes Depends on the stove. Yeah. It's okay. We can appreciate them when we get them. That's right. The struggle's real. You know? <laughs> the struggle's real. Yeah. First world problems, but it is nice to have the stove finally. Yeah. Well, it's great to meet you both. Nice to meet you as well. Likewise. Yeah. I hope I see you around again in person. I'll be watching you from afar on your social media at least. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening and thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time and I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.